0: This is the Hen Gardener. Chapter 1. Only a Boy I was only a boy. Sure, I thought I was a man. I was 29 years old, for crying out loud. Yes, I was full of vim and spunk, but the arrogance of youth had left me years ago, I thought. I was a 29-year-old man, I thought. No, I was only a boy. It was April 2018. I had just started a new job, head gardener at a private estate. I was employed to manage and maintain the gardens and grounds. But there was much more to the job than just planning and planting, cutting and cultivating. Much more. I was given the responsibility of looking after the chickens that lived on the estate grounds. I had no experience with chickens. Sure, I'd cooked a Sunday roast. And I'd been to KSC in the past, but i had never cared for a live chicken. I was given a basic tutorial on how to care for these hens, and then I was left to work the rest out for myself. Eventually, I got the hang of it. Eventually, I was comfortable with the responsibility. Never would I claim to be an expert on hen husbandry, but I knew how to keep these chickens alive, happy and healthy. It was April 2018. I was a few weeks into my new job. I had developed a routine. Every morning, I would put on my Wellington boots and make my way to the orchard. This is where the chickens lived. Morning, girls! I would shout as I approached the orchard. Morning, ladies! Have some treats! I would say as I chucked corn onto the grass beneath me. I'd collect the eggs from the hen house, clean out the bedding and refill the water dispensers. I would then get on with the rest of my day as a gardener. The hens would spend their time roaming around the orchard, making dust baths and pecking the ground. There were ten hens, and they had a whole acre of orchard to themselves. I developed a bond with these hens. I didn't know all of their names, but it was clear that Marjorie was the chief hen. She wasn't bossy or aggressive, she just had something about her. Something that made all the other hens, and me, respect her the most. She was beautiful, big, and golden brown. It was April 2018. April the 23rd, in fact. It was a sunny, dry afternoon. The warm air was alive with the sound of virgin bird song. I decided to pay a visit to the orchard. I had already carried out my usual morning routine, so I had no real reason to be there. I just wanted to be with the hens, to appreciate the hens, in this glorious spring sunshine. As I approached the orchard, I could see two hens sitting on the ground, basking in the warmth of the sun. Both hens had their eyes closed. They looked identical, They looked incredible. A few other hens were walking around, pecking the ground. I stood still in the orchard, just watching. Marjorie was being followed by Alice, Jane, and another hen whose name I didn't know. They followed her like she was their mother. Of course, she wasn't their mother, but there was something maternal about her. Another hen whose name I didn't know was having a drink. I smiled. Nina. A tall and thin hen didn't like the brightness of the sunshine, so she would gravitate towards the shade of a cherry tree. The orchard was peaceful. What happened that evening would change my life forever. I was only a boy. Chapter 2. Running It was the 24th of April, 2018. It was a dull morning. Not warm, not cold. The whole sky was filled with the colour of concrete. No rain, though. As usual, I made my way to the orchard to see to the hens. Morning, ladies, I called, scattering corn onto the floor of the orchard. The hens didn't come, though. Marjorie, I called. Wendy, I called. But there were no hens in sight. And there it was. A small pile of brown and white feathers lay on the grass. A small pile of feathers that confirmed what I had already feared. A fox had been here. Panicking, I walked around the orchard, calling out for the hens. But there was no one. Jane! Prisha! Nothing. The fox? Had got them all. The next twenty four hours were a blur, a roller coaster of negative emotions, sadness, anger, guilt. That day and the next day, I didn't go to the orchard. Too raw. Too raw. I tried to take my mind off it, but I couldn't stop thinking about Marjorie and her friends. My friends. Three days had passed since that moment. The moment I refer to as the massacre in the orchard. It was rough, but I had work to get on with. There was gardening to be done. I was cutting the grass. Not mowing the lawns, no, but by using edging shears, I would create a clean, neat edge to the main lawn. The garden was looking superb. And then I noticed something in the distance afar. I looked up, across a large pond that I was working near. I couldn't believe what I saw. There was a hen, in a field, hundreds of metres away, the other side of the pond. I threw my tools to the ground, and started running, running as fast as I could. Run faster, you burk! I screamed at myself. There was a hen to be rescued, and I was the boy to rescue her. No, I was the man to rescue her. Chapter 3 Protected My heart was pounding. My legs were quivering. I hadn't run this fast since my school days. Suddenly I was having flashbacks to those teenage years. Flashbacks to the times when I'd have to escape from the rugby boys. Focus! Focus! No concept of time. I had run around the large pond that I was working next to. I approached the field that the hen was in. I stopped and looked around. There was no hen in sight. Was I imagining her? I was struggling to breathe, but the adrenaline was keeping me going. I kept looking around whilst walking across the field. And there she was, standing calm. Nina, I cried. You're alive! Nina was slowly walking around, pecking the floor. She was calm. She was strong. She was beautiful and elegant. She was woman. I slowly walked up to her. Nina, I've come to rescue you. I picked her up and held her under my right arm. She didn't panic at all. I think she knew she was safe now. Let's get you back to the orchard and get you safe. That same day, I erected a fence in the orchard. An electric fence creating an area the size of a tennis court. I called this space the Hen Garden. Within the Hen Garden was the hen house, the water dispensers, and a couple of apple trees. Nina was home, and she was safe now. Sure, she wouldn't have the whole orchard to roam around, but nor would she have the danger of foxes. Chapter 4 Godspeed A week had passed since the massacre in the orchard. Nina had got used to her new life in the hen garden. She was alone but she was coping well. She was strong and beautiful. I was coping well too. Friday afternoon came and it was time to say goodbye to Nina for the weekend. Bye Nina. Stay safe, chicken. Monday morning came around. It always does too quickly if you ask me. I arrived at work and said hello to my boss. Morning, Mr. Adams. How was your weekend? I asked. Yes, it was fine, thank you. Guess what? I got some new hands yesterday, he told me enthusiastically. Great, she won't be on her own anymore, I replied, referring to Nina. And five is a good number. My boss looked down at the ground. He went on to explain that the people who came with the new hens had to take Nina away. My heart sank as I listened to my boss tell me. that They might fight each other, the new hens and the old hen. It-, it wasn't worth keeping her. I obviously didn't hide my disappointment very well as my boss attempted to reassure me. They took her away to be rehomed, he said. It'll be better for her. Of course, I replied. Okay, Well, I'd better go and check on the new hens then. And that was that. Nina was gone. A legend of a hen. Was she really taken to be rehomed? Or was my boss lying to me? I'll never know. I know what I want to believe. I choose to think that Nina is alive and well and thriving in some other orchard with other brave and brilliant hens. Godspeed, Nina. Godspeed. Chapter 5. The Hen Gardener What an emotional few weeks. It was now mid-June and summer had arrived. I'd got used to a routine again. Every morning, when I got to work, I would see to the hens. Walk into the orchard and arrive at the hen garden throw some treats onto the grass and enter the enclosed area. Collect the eggs and clean the bedding, clean the water dispensers. Mustn't forget to change the battery for the electric fence. We did not want another massacre in the orchard. I developed a bond with these four hens. Leslie, a feisty beast who got what she wanted. Gloria, an elegant hen with a wicked sense of humour. Pam, A kind and gentle lady, who always put others first. And Carol. Beautiful Carol. The greatest hen who ever lived. The Marjorie of the group, and there's no higher compliment than that. She was the perfect all-rounder. If Ben Stokes was a hen, he would be Carol. I really enjoyed getting to know these hens. I would get excited at the beginning of the day, knowing I was about to see the ladies. I even made up a song that I'd sing whenever I'd visit the hens in the morning. It was a strange but beautiful relationship that I formed with these hens. Not sexual. I often wondered if art could examine this relationship. Music, painting, literature, or some other new and innovative medium. Who knows? These are the hens. This is their garden. I am the Hen Gardener. The Hen Gardener was written and narrated by me, and was based on a true story. If you have been affected by any of the issues raised, please get in touch with Hens in the Morning via Twitter, at Hens in the Morn. Thank you for listening.